Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay today. I'm pushing through for sure. Oh my goodness. We're here. Well, hello, girls, gals, and non-binary pals. It's reality. Giving you the tea on reality TV. How are y'all? <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get into this good old hot garbage this week. You know, okay. nice hot serving. Child, I'm here for it. Well, go ahead and introduce yourself. Who am I speaking to? Um, This is Amber, also known as B-Pimpin. That's B with two E's, P-I-M-P-I-N. Um, that's where you can send me money or just talk shit with me. You know, I like to talk about the housewives. I like to yeah. talk about, you know, the girls of of pink print, the group, as I like to refer to them. Why is um, it pink print? I, I feel like, you know, well, we're going to get into it. Yeah. But I have thoughts on that cover. Okay. Uh. A lot of Onika oh. energy over there. I Well, child, you have to get inspo from somewhere, child. Hey. W- what you're going to do. But I'm Wyatt. Wyatt has spoken on all social media. You can follow me there. I have things coming down the pipeline slowly but surely once I get over this anxiety but Amber's helping so you know you know we're getting there you know there's always a destiny no quite literally if I didn't have anxiety and probably ADHD I could take over the world I'm coming to conclusions about things you know like same the older you get no quite literally because I'll just be going about my day and I'm just like you know if you did things just normally, the way normal people are supposed to do them, you would get a lot accomplished during the day. But no, I feel exhausted after exa- doing one task. And I'm like, my goodness. But it's like, what is normal? Because I feel like sometimes I'm like, you know, I wake up, I, you know, go about right. my day. I have man. Some days it happens. <laughs> you know, think like you have a productive ass normal day. And then other times I'm like, okay, I could be out here, you know, like Keely Williams, just full of shit. Oh my but goodness! But somehow, no but she made, she made okay, but she made it onto that album though. She made it onto the album. I can't even be mad at it. Literally, Everyone argued her down. Keely ended up on the EP, y'all. I'm disgusted because there were eight thousand bitches in that damn house. <laughs> How are only four of y'all on the cover? Four featuring Pam. And how dare you? How dare y'all do Pam that way? No, because Pam probably wanted to everybody to be dressed in turtlenecks and they weren't having it. <laughs> they were like, no, like, we actually have to look decent in these covers. And Pam was like, no. I, I just feel- want to know what Okay. I remember um, old girl from Danity Kane leaving. I remember her leaving, Audrey. Um, Audrey or Aubrey? Aubrey. 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 I remember Aubrey leaving. I remember Nivea leaving. Um, what happened to the other women? Okay, so that leaves us with Irish, Lamisha. Yes. And if I did my math correctly, I believe that's it that was left off at that point in particular because Nivea was already gone. Aubrey was gone. Um, you have Pam. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I believe I happened to and, the other two um older ladies. You know, they just did not make the cut. Oh, they left. I don't think they left. I think they may have just not been included. I mean, the vocals weren't there for that, and that's the th- that's the thing that needs to be done for next season. We have to vet for actual vocals beforehand because I feel like that would make it more um of a competition do you think that was the intent though because no. I firmly believe if it was a matter of we want to get all the 90s R&B girls in a house to make an album they could have found other people that were available if that was <laughs> the case if you you picking up what I'm putting down yes so I feel like there had to be some people in the house to you know throw things you know give it a bit of a challenge so to speak yes and i hate that it had to be the two of them because i feel like i want to always root for the underdog and i shouldn't have agreed with fallon felicia Faladay, for who's a what's it or whatever the fuck else that much 
Chow. Oh, Lord. I'm just trying to look for, I'm looking for the album that came up, um, came out today um, from, from the group. Damn, where the, where the press at? Where the, where the press at? Um, okay. What's the name of the song? Skeletons? One of the songs is Skeletons, and everyone liked that song. They did like that one. Um, as for the other songs, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that. Okay, I'll put it like this. Do you remember? Shut up. Do you <laughs> remember um, when Benzino's girl from Love and Hip Hop made a song? Althea? Yes, Althea. And it was like, I done found me a catalog. I think so, yes. Wasn't it like a minor little hit? That's very much what they give. Like, the music they make, had I not known it was them, that's the energy it would give me. Like, someone's, you know, little friend that has, like... You know, like, when your, like, um, phone disconnects from the aux randomly, so you listen to the radio for five minutes while you're getting it done? I feel like it'll be one of those songs. Yes. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I personally wasn't expecting you know mountains to be moved with this project but um i just think if the real intent was to really put a project together for a group keith carlos could have done more i'm <sighs> carlos king I... <laughs> Ciao. don't get us dragged again but <sighs> I wanted eight of them. I signed up for eight. Do you or was think it nine? It it was. I think we started with ten. I wanted ten. I was supposed to get a full album, an hour worth of music. I feel bad for like. I feel bad in the sense that I really feel like some of them came in trying to, you know. You know, put work together. Yes. And I just feel like a lot of them were not on the same level with each other. Not even in terms of credits, but just vocally, like, period. Some of y'all just can't sing that much anymore. They can't. They. I don't think they could sing to begin with. And that was that was the... Ma- okay, so it's Blueprint without an E. So let me see. I'm still trying to look for it. It's not coming up on Google. I'm very annoyed. Let me see. Let me pull up on Apple Music. Blueprint. Here it is. I found it. I was looking so, on Google. It's six tracks. It's Bird's Eye View, which is the star Wait. track. So you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, the girls were saying skeletons were cute. Go Don't Leave. Only God Knows with Pamela Long. I know that's right, Pam. She said, no. you gonna give me my shit. Exactly. Um, say Something. Skeletons and Talking. So Skeletons, Bird's Eye View are the only songs I like know. Wait a minute. Is someone else named Blueprint? Who? Like another group. Like Wait, I do see some stuff randomly under here from 2002 and 2005. They're an electronic group. I hope they don't get sued. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. How does that work? No, seriously, like no, I and they're all like running together. It might be a, could it be an issue on Apple Music's part? But I, I this don't look good. Cause they're like their name is Blueprint. Like the four of them together are Blueprint. But Sleeping Giant, the album was made by Blueprint. Blueprint. Like and Foundations was made by Blueprint in '02 and '05, respectively. Yeah, I think Keely, as creative director, should be privy to these types of things, but you know. Oh my goodness. I can't, I can't call it. Now, why couldn't Pam be on the cover? What's so bad with what they're wearing? I don't, you know what? I don't think Pam was the opposing. I feel the thing about Pam is I feel like people are giving her a hard time, rightfully so, just given, you know, the, the beliefs. But, um, People are really like playing with Pam, like she's this old church mom. But that, she is. That's the you know, issue I have with Pam. 
my thing is like I hate people that find the Lord and act like the Lord is going to sleep with them. I'm like, my goodness, God is not going to fuck you just because you are holy or you are upholding yourself. God will not do that for you. So I need you to calm down. Lay your pussy back. Not the assertion that I'm trying to I'm trying to go smack, but (laughs) Pam, like I don't know. I feel like the way they look on the cover, at least, I fi- I'm hard pressed to believe that Pam was like, I can't, I will not be. And the fact that the credit is with Pamela Long, they wasn't going to include her ass anyways. And again, I want to know what was the opposition. I feel like out of all the women in that house, Pam was the most okay. Now, all right, y'all, just we gotta, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. So for her to be the person. If anyone should have a with credit on that damn album, honestly, it should be hmm, Nivea, just because she actually has a name. Yes. And y'all really played with her and she made actual contributions to the group. I don't understand why she got so angry. I feel like Nivea is really one of those people. And I low-key see myself in her in the sense that it's like you really wake up and pack your patience and you put your best foot forward in some foolishness. Until you just can't anymore. Until you can't. And it's like, I'm Nivea. Like, I don't have to deal with this shit. Sister snapped. <laughs> like, sis was like, I came here to kick it and kiki. And y'all are playing. Quite literally. She came to... She has Little Wayne and the game in the back of her pocket. She just came to kiki and to have a good time and to get out the house because it's been quarantined. I feel it. it. I feel it, sis. And and that's the thing. And she wasn't having a good time anymore because she was like, you know what? Y'all need this money. I don't need it. I'm good at home with my babies and my rapper baby fathers. I'm good. And that's the thing. I really feel like these women were all coming from completely different angles of life. So it meant so much to different, differently to different people. Like, yes. I really feel like this was a dick messaging contest for Cherish. Because, you know, they had to eat this. So they was like, yeah, we're going to come in here and show these hoes how it's done. Even though they're like 34. Um, you know, well. Aubrey and Keely, for some odd reason, didn't realize that they too were cast as contestants and not producers of the show. Exactly. I was like, you were cast as a singer. You want you have to sing. And again, I feel like if you knew you couldn't sing, just say that. Like uh uh-uh, but Aubrey belted that one week. Y'all can't even lie and say she ain't built she ain't belt. See, y'all are giving white people too much nowadays. And I just Rosa Parks is rolling in her grave. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, did she, uh, is there going to be a reunion? We got to see the reunion. That's what I need. I, I need would a like a reunion, please. Do you think that if they were to change the format next season, say they did like R&B male groups or maybe a hip hop all stars type of thing, do you think that would work or do you think like, they have to get the R&B girl format down first. No, I think they can bring on different types of music groups. Um, I want to see a, a male group, maybe rap groups, um, singing groups, maybe get the saints together and have them fight in a house one weekend. I don't know. Uh, but I do mm-hmm. like the, I like what, BET doesn't have horrendous content. When it's good, it's good. That's always the thing about BET. When it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's horrendous. (laughs) But they really did strike gold with the encore. Like, I've been thoroughly entertained. Thoroughly entertained. What comes on BET at this point? Fucking Oval and and Sisters. And Sisters. And Bro. Do you get into it? Have you got into it? Oh, okay. My issue with Tyler Perry isn't even, like, the horrendous writing or direction. It's the fact that the same characters are archetypes in every production. Literally. He just switches out the names in the setting. Literally. Like, and I'm like, that's my issue as well. I'm just like, okay, you the first time you did the story, you did it okay. Nobody complained. I'm like, do I have a mad black woman? Cool. Medea's family reunion? Okay. Meet the Browns? All right. I can do bad all by myself. It was just like, okay, we keep it. We get it. We get it. Downtrodden. Yes, we get it. 
But child, actually, now that I okay, I will say a lot of people live their lives like it is a Tyler Perry production. If that makes sense, does that make sense? So I you guess know, I get why people relate. That she's. YouTube, there's got to be some way you can access it online, but it's called Mississippi Damned. Yes. And one of the few films centered around like black generational trauma that's done so well that it's just a good ass movie, you know? Yeah. And I feel like Tyler Perry tries to capture that in every film. Yeah. But it's not a good ass movie. And plus, you have Madea, who is just like I just want to be real my grandma doesn't carry a pistol my grandma doesn't break dance my grandma doesn't you know make suggestive comments about other people like that's just ridiculous and the fact that like you've made billions of dollars off of this just absurd character caricature matriarchy which is so like integral to the black community is just so gross and then it don't even be like funny stuff half the time like Tiana Taylor should not have carried Medea's big happy family no quite literally with Byron like no, quite literally why are you the one carrying and that's all you really did for that movie it's awful like Tyler Perry is really a plague on the black community and y'all so worried about Lil Nas X and all this other just irrelevant shit when Tyler oh, Perry yeah. is literally a locust. He is a plague in our community. Uh, a full plague. Child, I just, yeah. There are some things that we definitely need to give up. Um, Tyler Perry is one of them. I thought we were going to give him up. I thought Medea was dying. I thought Tyler Perry always says, I'm sick of doing Medea. I'm like, are you really? God, and I wish he would be honest with us and just say, look, I feel comfortable in the skin of my dear this is me this is who i am just embrace it because it, you lying to us every six years about how you're so sick of doing this character who you keep coming up with material for like if you hate her so much why do you find so many ways to put her in your work no literally Medea goes to mars Medea goes to market to the market lol no quite literally Medea goes to the market that's what it gives i'm like okay we're getting to the point where i'm annoyed okay (laughs) but oh my gosh you know what show i've actually been getting into what real housewives i've actually joined you with real housewives of new jersey like i'm actually committing back into it i'm halfway through season three and okay we're gonna let's visit that um that thread from last week um, rating the Real Housewives. Let's see. It's in my saves. Here it is. Who did it? It's Lohanity20. They did the thread. But you know what? Okay. In watching season three, they ranked Kathy out of... Okay. They ranked Kathy out of... How many housewives are there? 117. They rank Kathy 109. And I don't understand because Kathy isn't Kathy isn't exactly likable. She's pretty boring to me. But she doesn't do anything outright horrible. She doesn't sound like a horrible person. Why? Is, because I just started season 3. Maybe she does something dark-sided. Why is she so low on this list? I know you're ahead of me. So, the only thing I can come up with, because that honestly surprised me too season five and the Wakili's in my honest opinion I feel like Bravo was really trying to give them the candy edit and the sense of a very neutral family oriented person just in the group and Kathy was very much unbiased like if you pay attention to any of the conflicts that arise with her like I said I'm only like two seasons ahead of you but if you pay attention to the conflicts Kathy seldom ever pops off or is messy or dragging bones. Like she's very much a, okay, this is what I saw. This is how I feel. This is what was wrong. Exactly. I think people don't like her because of that. She's not like flamboyant with her reactions. It's very much so like, like for example, I've just got, like we're we're still dealing with the fallout after the christening situation. 
and how Kathy mentioned, which she wasn't lying, that she had Teresa's kids during the entire melee, which she did. And Teresa's mother got mad at her about that. Kathy was basically, Kathy basically was like, I'm not going to pop off on you because I know how you feel in a situation like this. However, I still had your children. I don't know what to tell you. I did while y'all were running around. And that's the thing. Like, Kathy, I very feel much was like um, Monique in a sense where it was like you have that just normal ass person on the show mm-hmm. where it's just like, okay, something ridiculous happened and we all saw it. Like anyone with two eyes literally saw Gia and fucking Melania running around screaming during the whole altercation. Like this is on tape. Right. And again, I feel like people just didn't like her or didn't respond well to her because one, she herself was just like very chill. And two, I think Rich is hilarious. He said yeah. some <laughs> wild things, but I love the Wachilis. Yes. Do you know who else I think is pretty low on this list? Who? Dina. She's 79. Dina's my girl. I like Dina. My only thing with Dina. Okay. Dina quits when the kitchen gets hot. And I don't like that in a housewife. You can't leave just because you're on the spot. Like, she blew me the first season when Carolyn literally just had to be like, you know what? I did it. I don't care. I showed them the book. I don't care. And, and But, like, Dina was in on it, but Dina didn't want to stand in it. But I'm like, that's what I don't like about Dina. Now, I'm not going to lie. I like Dina because I felt like she was very snooty and glamorous and <laughs> very just, like, I have my naked cats and yeah. I have my money and my baby's going to Greece and I'm just like I loved it. Dina Loki gave me pre Melissa energy. Exactly. She basically Melissa basically replaced Dina's character of like I'm glamorous. Like I like Melissa. I do like her. Melissa, I don't understand why Teresa's mad at her. I feel like they don't get along. One, I firmly believe in the whole Teresa is jealous of whoever's going to be with her brother because she feels as though they're going to be able to, like, wake him up on her shit. Because I just feel like Teresa really is, like, some people, and I'm coming to realize this as an adult, some people are really delusional. Like, they genuinely don't have any type of awareness. They don't have any type of outside perspective. Like, they truly think the way that they see the world is it. And Teresa is one of those people. And I feel like whoever her brother ended up with or ends up with, like, they're still together. I felt like they were going to have to catch help from Teresa because it's like, you're evil. You're taking my brother away. He's going to listen to you now. Exactly. Melissa could have been whoever the fuck and Teresa was going to have an issue. Okay, exactly. That's how I feel. I'm just like, and that's the thing. Like when everybody started, everyone's starting to become friends with Melissa because everybody's like, Teresa, what are you talking about? She's not a terrible person. Um, I guess that might be where like, because I realized like by the end of season three, everyone hates Teresa. So (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how Carolyn and Jackie, it was literally the Carolyn, Jackie, Teresa show. How did that break up? Teresa's just a mess. Like, I'm not sure if you've gotten to this point in the series yet. I mean, aside from the book comments, of course, um, there's a point. What was said in the book? So basically, the controversial comment is um, regarding Italian heritage. Um, Some people claim to be Italian, but they're about as Italian as um, Olive Garden. Um, There was comments alluding to Melissa's fidelity. Like, there's Mm. just things that you don't play with people about, especially knowing the way that they handle themselves. Oh, so she thought she was taking shots in the book. Yeah. Oh. And rather than own up to it, Teresa's like, oh, it's a joke. Like, why would you think of it that way? Da-da-da-da-da-da. Why would you take shots at them like that? But literally, why are you taking shots? Oh, yeah, that's dirty. That's dirty. Claudia Jordan was 73. I Did you like Claudia on her season of Atlanta? I didn't dislike her, but also I get a Wendy vibe in the sense that she came to, like, shake it up a bit. But you yeah. were more so obnoxious than anything. He was very obnoxious. 
It was very just like, my goodness. You know who I'm noticing? Um, Dolores. I didn't know she was in earlier seasons because Dolores joins in like season eight, I think. Like she joins like way ahead. But I'm like, oh, I see Dolores in the background. We loved, I like Dolores, but everyone says she's a snooze fest. So I, what I've noticed is like, the reason I think Jersey's so good is because it's so authentic. Like, literally all of them run in the same, like, three circles up there. Exactly. So, like, if you pay attention, you're going to see, like, the Kim D's, the Kim G's. Um, you're going to see some familiar faces that pop up throughout the series. Kim G is literally the Marlowe of that se- series. How do you have everybody pressed every season? Like, and you're only there for two episodes at best. <laughs> and you're a friend of. You're literally a friend of. You're literally a friend of, and you cause so much dissension in these people's lives. Kim D, or is it Kim G? One of the Kims. The blonde, the platinum blonde Kim. She brings it. She really does. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Who else is on this list that you would know? You need to get into Beverly Hills. Isn't that the one with um, Erica? Not the one that's like going to jail with all the scandal. Yes. You know, they're trying to send our girl Mary up the river. Oh, my goodness. I heard about that. Oh, my gosh. We do have to talk about that. Poor Mary. I. You know what? Poor so, Mary and her cult church. Her cult church. I think what I really think may have happened, that little boy's girlfriend, man, came over their house and she didn't go home. And it was like, Mary Cosby is holding my baby hostage. No, quite literally. I'm just like, why didn't, my thing is just like, why didn't, I don't even know how this situation could have read. Like, the girl was just staying over and like, just didn't come home. Because I find it hard to believe that if an actual runaway was staying with her, that she would not go through like, the legal and proper, you know, procedure exactly i'm just like and also why would you be staying with a reality television someone shooting a reality television show wouldn't somebody figure that out like after a while i no i'm just mm. i don't understand i just oh you know who i love on um jersey who jackie oh yes i love and i didn't think i was gonna like jacqueline at first but i really like her because it didn't feel like the first season she would stand up for herself until, like, the final episode. She was like, you know what? You know what? I have a voice. All right? I love Jacqueline um, reminds me of Annie from Bad Girls Club. It's <laughs> such a weird, like, yes. Like, yes, it is. it's right on the nose. But how did you make that connection? They're literally the same person, like... I have big titties. I'm a sweetheart. I like to have fun and buy shiny things. Like, they're both adorable. Listen. Oh, Danielle Staub is number 16. I love Danielle Staub. Uh, and I don't care what anyone says. Dan- nothing nothing be- is Danielle's fault. The girls uh, okay. come for her and they cannot take her. The, the, okay. So let, 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 let's talk about Danielle Staub. Staub. Whatever her I finished last her first, you know, she comes back after, I think she comes back in like season eight and she does another three seasons and then she gets iced out again. But that first go around, she was being bullied by the Judices and the Manzos. Do you think that was bullying? Yes. She didn't do anything to them. Okay. So this is my issue with Danielle. Teresa Annette, yes. We can all attest to that. Teresa is an awful, terrible person. However, do I think Danielle is a normal, rational person that responded to any of this in a normal, rational way? Not at all. Not at all. If if you're trying to get into in with this group of people and you do have a past, but that's in the past, and they bring up this book and they're gossiping around the entire town trying to talk about you, bringing up your adopted and looking for your adopted mother and spreading it all around the town. What? I would act a little crazy around you too. 
I'm just saying, I feel like Danielle was already a little loose. Like, the way her kids acted around her, it was giving very much Grace, Angel, and Adore before <laughs> they were. The same way they look at Giselle is the same way those babies were looking at Danielle when she was talking about Teresa and, and all of them in this book. Like, But we Danielle are... didn't start it. <laughs> Who started it? And Danielle finished it. Did she, though? She had the I... panini pressed at that season two reunion. They had to reset and everything. She's a... She's a... She's a... She said, Teresa's so pressed. I don't know. I just feel like Danielle rubbed me the wrong way. Just, like, you know... The... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to put it. Danielle is very much a girl that grew up being very cute and slick. And then she met cuter and slicker girls. And now she shook scared Hannikin. Because you can tell that she really thought she was about to like shit on bitches. And she met Teresa Judice, who is a fucking nut. And she could not hold her own. They're both nuts. <laughs> but I still don't understand what Danielle did that was so horrendous for everyone to treat her the way that they did. Me- meanwhile, they're friends with crazy Teresa Judice. Who I just want to say, like, looking back at the earlier episodes and hearing how much money they just spent, Joe Judice really, like, should have gone to jail. Like- Joe Judice <laughs> is a horrible human being, if I'm being completely honest. I hate the way that he acts on this show. He's I terrible. The other Joe, Melissa's Joe, that's a good Joe. The no. other Joe. What is Melissa Joe's last name? Joe um, Gorga. The Gorgas. Yes, Joe Gorga. Listen, a fine gentleman, in my opinion. Joe Judice. Oh my gosh, he doesn't like. He doesn't like Teresa. It seems it's very horrendous. It's very apparent. He's really mean to his children. He lashes out at people all around. He no, actually no. It was Joe Gorga that started the um christening fight. Even then, I feel like Teresa coming over there, like, don't... And that's why I fuck with the Gorgas. But why I did... Didn't... Also, I don't understand why that set him off so bad. Did I? Did we miss something? So, they explain... I'm not sure if it's in the reunion or if okay, it's, like, yeah, towards the end of the season. But they explain, like, they really had not been talking to each other at that point in time. So, I think he said, like, they hadn't talked months up into that. And him inviting her to the christening was like that like white dove semblance of peace or whatever but at the same time it's like don't come up and play in my face talking about some hey you know ha, 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 as if we've been kikiing knowing what were they we- supposed to what was she supposed to say congratulations okay maybe it's the capricorn in me because you know y'all january caps be a little different uh, I just feel like the same energy you have, like, don't be in Don't my invite face. me if you're going to be in a pissy mood, then. It's not about being in a pissy mood. It's just like, hey, Joey, pulls me to the side. Let's talk. Da, 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 da. Don't come up to my table and my child's christening all jubidubidoo and jovial and whatnot <laughs> as if we don't have issues. Then you, you shouldn't have been, like, my thing is like, don't invite me to such a big event unless we, why didn't y'all sit down a few days before and have a conversation about, yo, I want to invite you to this thing. If I got beef with you on that level for it to escalate that quickly for you, I to call you garbage at the christening and then raise up and hit the table and run at the husband. If the beef is that deep, maybe she shouldn't have been invited. And I agree with that sentiment, but she wasn't. That's not the, that's not that's the case. Not what, that's not she, what the season gave. She was there, okay? Was the producers there. said, look, so we, we're going to start here. No, quite literally. Producers were like, yeah, the season starts here. She has to be there. So I really don't understand why everybody was brawling. <laughs> now, I will say that was some of the most ghetto shit I've that seen. That was so... And they and Andy talks about the black housewives. We don't get like that now. Like that is like really think about that sentence. They was fighting at the baby's christening. At that the baby's christening. <laughs> there were children crying. Strollers flipped. It was horrendous to watch. Kathy with the children. Kathy was with the children. It's on film. I want that address at the reunion. 
I just, I don't, I don't have words, but I do want to say something really sweet. Um, Their daughter, Gabriella, is really close with, like, the Manzos, and there's actually, like, little clips. I can't remember what trip it is, but it's like, yeah, you know, Gabriella was hanging out with us, and she calls Uncle Al, Uncle Al, and all this other stuff. Like, it was really sweet, so it's like... They, you can tell that they really are like a unit of people. They're just yeah. fucking ridiculous. No, literally. Like, I feel like without the cameras, all of this would happen regardless. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, quite literally. They didn't even need cameras for this series. It's just their daily lives. It's always just mess. That's why the kids don't be shocked when fights be happening. They just be like, well, this is Jersey. 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 You know, I'm from Jersey. You know, they, they think that Jersey girls are the worst, but you know, wake you. But you know, let's go down the river a little bit. We're going to go down the East Coast a little bit, and we're going to go to um Potomac. What does a Potomac accent even sound like? Is that like what we sound like? Because we're that's, like from the DMV. That's just like how we talk, Mo. Cute. But I'm none of the kidding. girls have, who is from, no one's from like DMV proper, I don't think. Mia, I believe, is from PG. I thought Mia was from Baltimore. You're right. Annapolis. Annapolis. Okay, well, these places aren't the DMV, but, you know, um, I don't hear a DMV accent out of none of them. Although I love, um, I do love Mia's voice for some reason. Mia is just everything i'm sorry i I love i adore mia like the attitude the glamour the you know i own a business that i don't know shit about but bitch i'm making sure these pamphlets are straight exactly and that's all i want to do i just want to franchise stuff out and then y'all handle it y'all this is just my gig you know it's my name i'm here for it i'm here for it i really do enjoy her like oh my goodness but OMG. So let's get into Potomac. Um, Giselle sat down with Ashley um, and they bought up Wendy's new look. I don't know why Giselle is so upset about the change that Wendy's bringing. I don't, what do you want what do you want her to do? Like I don't, Giselle's just always mad. Giselle hates when the spotlight is not on her. So she starts gossiping and being very angry. Oh, they're not talking about me. Well, go and get your body done, damn it, since you want attention so damn bad. You know what I think is interesting? I saw people tweeting about how, like, um, you know, Wendy is overcompensating or Wendy's doing too much or, you know, Giselle's jealous because, you know, this, that, the third. I low-key feel like two things can be true at once because on one hand, it's like, Giselle, shut the fuck up. Wendy looks good. She looks amazing. You're hating because she's successful. She's fabulous. And she has a nigga at home. Things that, you know, you just don't have and you really want to attain. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's also like, this is a drastic change. Is it a bad one? No. But, I mean, hey. I don't think she's overcompensating for her marriage. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think it's that. I just think Wendy wants I feel like her character is overcompensating right now, but I'm sure it'll calm down once Wendy versus Giselle starts up. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with, like, the home life. Like, that's what I don't like. The assumption that it's specifically Eddie and not just Wendy being annoying. I think it's just season two. She's just like, I gotta bring it. I know what the series, I know what the show is supposed to bring. I gotta bring storyline if I want to be asked back because I feel like we're in sort of like a transitiony. This is a transition um season. It seems um we let go of Monique, so like that was like an anchor for the very beginning of the show. Like from season two, we're moving on to different storylines and stuff like that. We're adding a Scala and we're adding Nia to the series. So I think season six is like that transitiony season. And then in season seven, we'll have something more locked in. And I think that Wendy is just securing her spot for season seven. Wow, we're already at season seven of Potomac. So. That's what happens when you bring it. When you bring it. When you bring it, they will renew you. You will get renewed if you bring it. Like, come on. So do we see Escala moving forward or getting a champagne flute? I don't see her getting a champagne flute. She's 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 like Robin, boring. Like I guess Robin just hangs with boring people. Um, mm. 
on just yeah a scholar right now the few sentences i've heard from her she's bored me i don't really know much about her she and her comments are always just like random it's just like girl what are you talking about um i don't mind her she might have something more to bring but i have to see it i feel like me is definitely coming back next season no ask and or ifs about it um do you think that um eddie's cheating on wendy i don't think so just because eddie doesn't give me like side bitch energy yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like i feel like eddie's low-key afraid of wendy Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I'm think. I'm like, if Eddie did anything, Wendy would punch him in the face. Um, and plus, Eddie's short, and I'm like, Wendy can kick you. Um, so I don't. I can't see Eddie cheating. Wendy says everything is okay, so I'm going to believe everything is okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't think, I think the marriage is sound, I think the, um, Wendy for The View, let's get Wendy on The View, there's a, there's a spot open, why not? Uh, uh, I mean, well, yeah, mm yeah. <laughs> why not? Why can't she take Megan McCain's seat? I, it's not that. I wouldn't want... To. Okay. They got Garcelle Bovice. She's on Beverly Hills and she's on The Real. It could be like a, you know, a thing. It could be a thing, but I just feel like Wendy... I I hold the view in certain esteem and not saying that Wendy is not there for me. It's just like I genuinely cannot flip through my channels and just be like, oh, Wendy's on The View. Like but that would no, be like... But no, you know the thing is, I was watching Real Housewives once. And my grandmother walked by and she was just like, oh, I've seen her on CNN before because my grandmother watches the news. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Wendy, she's a contributor for like CNN, MSNBC, all of these other places and stuff like that. So I'm just like, Wendy's a known girl now. She's a known contributor during during those trying times of last summer. Have we mentally broke down last summer yet? <laughs> Honestly, my brain has been on autopilot for like the last oh two gosh. years. You're the literally. only highlights I really have in my head so far are January 6th and Gorilla Glue Girl. To be honest, I'm still, yeah, I'm working out the last, I don't even, I don't want to talk about last summer. My gosh, it was a very, that was a horrendous summer. Like racial injustice and COVID-19 with no vaccine in sight. It was hell. It was hell. We are living in hell. If you're listening to this in the future and like, let's say this podcast gets buried underground for like 500 years, a thousand years. When y'all dig this up and listen to the recording, just know it is 2021. We have been living in hell. Okay. It's really bad. And I hope y'all have fixed some shit by the time you listen to this podcast. Yes. Let's be optimistic. <laughs> you know? Oh, my goodness. Um, Giselle and Karen are still fighting. Is it a tired fight? Yes. Am I tired of it? No. <laughs> no. You know, the thing is, with Kenya and Portia, I eventually got tired and bored of it. I'm like, all right, y'all are all, at this point. Y'all just don't like each other either. I feel like it gets to a point on Housewives you need to get to a point where if you really don't like somebody, you can't keep going on for years and years and years because that's what happened with Real Housewives of Orange County and why they got so disheveled at season like 14, 13, 14. They had the same girls arguing over the same shit for 10 seasons straight. And it was like, all right, y'all, we have to shake it up because y'all, the viewers are tired of y'all arguing about the same things over and over and over again. And I think that's part of a lot of the reason with Atlanta, that's production issues. Atlanta usually has very strong cast. They just don't know how to shoot them and put stories together. But I will say that the people are tired of Kenya versus Portia. That's an exhausting fight because the fight doesn't make sense. It's 
it's unfortunate because I feel like there are so many ways to have fresh storylines for the girls. Exactly. Like the fans are used to the um the women. Like that's just it. Like we come in, we know who we're tuning in for. Yeah. So it doesn't take much, I feel like, to spice things up. Now, I will give Atlanta, at least this last season, the benefit of the doubt, just given, you know, COVID and having... No, 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 because I don't even give them that. Because Beverly Hills shot during COVID, they and they are still giving us a cohesive season. Half the cast caught COVID. They literally had a blur for two seconds during the video. Half of the cast caught COVID, and we had to shut down production for two weeks. And then in the next five minutes later, they were like, the, uh quarantine was horrible they didn't they didn't skip a beat like quite literally the problem that I had last season with Atlanta was I didn't understand the storylines for almost the entire season because they left out I'm like they left out the main catalyst to why Kenya and Portia were beefing so heavy so it just looked like Kenya and Portia just hated each other the entire season for no apparent reason and that was aggravating I feel like next season I do I would like to see Atlanta get a refurbished cast since Cynthia and Portia are on the outs or at least rumored to be I feel like I'm, Portia's gonna stay now cause she's leaving um, Dish Nation really? But, but that could mean she's taking a step back from everything no that's what I was about to say cause honestly with Simon shit I might not have to do anything you know, okay. and I hope she don't do that because not to y'all got mad at Wendy Williams when she said it, but girl, you were in that situation before. Ooh. Like when you put all of your eggs in one basket with a nigga, and that nigga showed his ass on live television, and Portia. you literally had to go. We literally watched you go back to your mother's house go out and get a working job on Dish Nation, go out and purchase you a house on your own. I don't want to see Portia throw that away. Portia sells her linens, though. Oh, yeah. She has her hair. All right. She has hair. And she has linens. I might get some pampered by Portia. Have you heard any reviews? No, but I'm sure they're good. Okay, okay. I'm here for it. Portia looks like she take a mean nap. She probably Either Portia, does Malaysia still have her sheets out? From Bev, um, from Beverly Hills, from Basketball Wives. No, I do not know that. Ciao. Listen, actually, I do want to bring up something about um Basketball Wives, but right after we um wrap up Potomac, um, yeah, Giselle and Karen. I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little tired. I'm like, I want it to be fresher. I feel like Karen's pulling stuff from seasons ago that happened when you could just address what happened last season, you could just argue about that because like that was a lot last season, the things that Giselle was plotting on. And that was why Karen wasn't fucking with her because she was like, Giselle, you're just a mean woman. Go off on that. Don't bring some random shit that happened four or five years ago and say, this is the reason I'm still mad at you because that's not the reason you're mad. Just bring up like actual reasonings as to why you should be mad about something. And the storyline will come off a lot more organic. I feel like they can't really do that in this instance because a lot of Giselle's storyline from last season was centered around the whole Monique scandal. So I feel like they're trying to, you know, stay away from addressing that outright in terms of, hey, a lot of the tension here stems from this specific situation with this specific person. That you caused, Giselle. That you caused, but as a, a cast and a network, we probably can't talk about them too much anymore. Yeah. Like they shot themselves in the foot when they decided to get rid of Monique. Monique quit. Do you think if they were like willing to work with her that she would have stayed or came back? Um, it might be hard to hear, but if you're on Housewives long enough, you stay on long enough for you to get a villain at it one season, and then usually the next season you're able to get your redemption arc. She didn't, she had her villain season and she basically was like, y'all shot me and it made me look bad. But it was just like, they shot you as the villain. You had your villain season, essentially. And I feel like everybody has their villain season, you know? Teresa's, every season, Teresa's the villain. She just, 
Teresa, like, that's the thing about Jersey. She does the people of Jersey, they don't mind being the villain. But on Potomac, they mind being the villain and they don't want to be that person. So she left before she could give her redemption arc. And Nene did that also. She and it was just like, like she left before she could have her redemption after that that season. Am I right? Like, Housewives usually have their villain season, right? I get that. Remember, no, Cynthia season seven. Y'all remember 50 Cent? Y'all remember 50 Cent cursing the girls out. I, like, okay. I feel like the reason Monique is different is, like, Monique wasn't, she wasn't plotting so to speak. Monique was not the one plotting. Monique was not the one steering the pot, more so responding to it. So it's like, if anything, let last year have been Giselle's, you know, obviously Giselle's like, Teresa, every year you're a villain, right? But it's like, Monique in that sense was not, Monique if anything is like Danielle. There we go. Someone who's simply responding to the stuff that's being said or done to them. And I feel as though the difference between the two is Monique had circumstances where it's like, okay, y'all can kiss my ass. Monique hit them with the Nivea. I don't need this shit. My man has two jobs. Like, And I feel like they gave her the edit like that because that's how she was with production. But I feel like production was saving her low-key because when it originally came out see, between season three and season four, production was like, no, Giselle, we are not going with that. And do not speak about that ever again, because that's crazy. I felt like the network the network was on Monique's side. I just feel like the way things were handled up until the very end, there's no absolving Candace of anything, right? Like we can all clearly see like yeah, Candace what? was just like Candace was. You're like you don't ask people to put hands on you and then get hands put on you and then you act confused and surprised. You ask to get hands put on you, baby. And, <laughs> and that's that. And I feel like Monique was really pushed and pushed to a point to where who was ever on that receiving end in the particular scene was going to get it. And I feel mm-hmm. like production knew what they were doing, having it be Candace, because Candace was able to play into that. Because had it truly been like a, let's say, Robin asked to get dragged, Robin's mm-hmm. ass simply would not have come back. Yeah. And Monique is just running the show, and that's that. But I feel like they kind of played their cards right. You know, we can't have yeah. her jump Giselle. Candace is going to drag it just enough to get us a couple theatrics out of it. My thing and- is like, could you imagine if it was Monique hitting Giselle? I felt like that would have been better. That would have been a fair fight. That would have been a very fair fight. And I low-key feel like Giselle may have put up a few punches. Oh, Giselle would have tried. She would have yeah. tried. She wouldn't go down like Candace just went down. I'm like, Candace, swing. Like, quite literally the entire time. I was like, Candace, swing. Like, swing. Like, like. she swung once with the glass and connected. She did connect. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then she just stopped. And I'm like, she has your hair, like, swing. Like, you gotta get her off of you. Swing, like, swing. Like, that's how you know she ain't never been in no fight before. I was like, oh, baby, this your first fight. People, people hit you, boo. They'll grab you. It does happen, child. Child. Listen, but can we talk about do it like it's my B-Day? Do it like it's my B-Day, baby. Do it like it's my B-Day. Do it like um, it's my... Every time I want to do it, I ride it like a cowgirl. I'm about like to start telling cowgirl. people to stop, like, using her as a meme and, like, and stuff. Because Jocelyn is actually awful. Like... And you're ever... Be her field. She is a terrible person. That was really horrendous and cringy to watch. Oh my goodness. She hates the girls that can beat her in a fight. That's all that is. I love Nikki Natural. I love, who was it, Sapphire? Am I thinking of a different show? Yes, Sapphire. I love Lucky. 
Um, those are my three girls that I love. The one with the gap, she's just a little too ignorant for me. I'm like, you be saying wild shit. And then when people like turn up on you, you act very confused. So I understood why Jocelyn would be getting mad at her because she was doing a little bit too much. But the other three, they were very pretty. Like they sat very pretty and they were just like, I'm very upset that um, Jocelyn would not let them say anything. It's not a good experience. You basically treated like you're the girls that were drawing people there. Like those were the girls that people were watching for and you shitted on them. So they won't be back for a third season in Las Vegas. Like. I'll be very surprised if she has a cast because there's no way you're going to find a group of women for $10,000, not for 10 racks. There's no way in hell. Especially after your man got up there and was screaming at people. That was wild. And I'm like, Ballistic, please sit down. Like, you're doing too much. And I'm glad sis wasn't And my thing is just like, Jocelyn, Jocelyn should have just ran up. If you were going to do all of that, why does she turn around and like try to throw the candle holder? I'm like, girl, if you wanted to really swing on somebody, swing and run up. Like, it could have given, it could have given the fight she wanted it to give. But like, like I said, Jocelyn be, Jocelyn turns up on people she's, afraid of honestly and then tell security to get them out that really blew me how she um treated nikki natural i did not like that is that her name i think it's just miss natural miss natural who is nikki natural i, I have think, no idea is that a different show i'm thinking of i think that, that might, might be, be a, a wait a i think that star. might be no i think that might be love and hip-hop miami maybe was that the was that the girl who got jumped by trina Yes, it is Nikki Natural. Okay, yes. I'm getting my Nikki's mix, mixed up. Nikki Natural was on Love & Hip Hop Miami. There's two different Nikki's. Wait, is her name? No, it's Miss Natural. Miss Natural. Miss Natural and Nikki Natural, no relation. Just the same last names of Natural. Yes. <laughs> and and, and who the point is. Yes. Ms. Natural um, was one of the few that I really feel like Jocelyn was intimidated by. Like Jocelyn, she could have knocked Jocelyn's head off. Her and Sapphire could have knocked Jocelyn's head off. Quite literally. It's a shame because... Lucky too. These girls really just needed a platform. That is it. They already had their names. They already had followings. They already had brands set up. They just needed a shot. And Jocelyn just... Shat on it. Shat on it. Which, again, for the life of me, I don't understand because you're art, like the show is your, it's your cabaret. We know I'm you're never going to forget that cabaret was in somebody's basement, it looked like. Y'all couldn't rent out something a little bit nicer. I watched um, a live this evening that had two of the girls, Lexi Blow and Blueface Barbie. Yeah. Shout out to um, Henny T with Dira. She actually interviewed two of the girls. Her. And they were basically talking about how ghetto Zeus is. Um, it apparently, sounds like it. The production team for uh, Jocelyn's Cabaret was also the production team for Baddie's ATL. Looks like it. Meaning that Anytime they weren't shooting baddies is when they were shooting Jocelyn's Cabaret and vice versa. (laughs) So there's a lot of content that we didn't see from Jocelyn's Cabaret, i.e. the positive fun stuff, the girls just being in the house, hanging out with each other, that we simply did not see because production was not here to film. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they only have one product they only have one branch of production for one. Only show one at branch a time. of production. Um apparently the girls like most um production teams give girls hair makeup crews. Um they have some type of wardrobe to pull from. Yeah. Everything even Bad saw- Girls Club will give you hair and makeup wardrobe. Everything you saw those girls in from their hair, makeup, fits, they provided themselves. I could so tell. So if some people look a little cheaper or a little rougher around the edges, it's because they simply did not have the production staff or the time because apparently girls were called as soon as two weeks before filming. Girls were what? Literally notified two weeks prior to filming that they were selected and casted. Oh my goodness. What is going on with the Zeus Network? So again, I ran by niggas. Ran by niggas. I find it extremely hard to believe that Jocelyn, Ray J, and Princess and them are gonna find some people 
for a season three after all of this. Hope they were at least fed well. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> so apparently they did have a chef, but the chef came so late in the day that the girls were not like eating on a regular basis. Oh my goodness. And basically, um, I think it was Blue Face Barbie that said, you know, we can't leave the house. This is, like, not how I would treat myself on a regular basis. So why the fuck would I live with y'all? I can't have and bring my nice things here because no one else has nice stuff, so y'all might steal. Like, I'm glad Blue Face Barbie got punched in the face for saying the N-word. Oh, of course. That's why I love Lucky. I love Lucky. She's pretty, too. Like, she's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yummy got cursed out the way she needed to. Thank God. They also alluded to possibly some, you know, activity between um, her and Natural, which... I believe it. Yeah, because that was weird. Like, do you have a crush? Because it's, it's, it's very much giving that. Yeah, I believe it. Like, honestly... That whole falling out didn't really make much sense to me. I was just like, okay, um, y'all getting very angry with each other. Very, very angry. Um, and the b- reasonings didn't really seem like as grand as they were made it. But like I said, people live their lives like it's Tyler Perry. It always has to be drama 24-7, so. I just, I really hope that like all of them land a baller all of their brands pop off you know the bills are paid the debts are cleared because no one deserves to deal with jocelyn hernandez in any capacity 10 10 decades with her old stupid ass (laughs) that's why she got let go from um loving hip-hop like she's just like you can't work with her I I just and for the longest time I really feel like people attributed a lot of her behavior to being under Stevie and the cocaine and all this craziness. But no, but it, she's just like that. Like she's an actual cunt. No, literally. Actually, Jocelyn does that avoidant type with people that she don't like, that she really can't win and that she can't be in a fight. She always came from Mimi until Mia until Mimi beat her ass one time. Notice how she stopped coming for her after that season. Was like, we friends now. Yup. Because Mimi dragged you down the stairs. Like, she's very much a big bad bully until you knock her off. And well, that time Tommy tried to run her over. So she called the police on her. Like, you you the Puerto Rican princess calling the cops. How that Exactly. Work? How do you look? Or that time Jessica Dime Penny ran up. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is horrendous this season. I've seen things. I like uh, for, mm. they let go. They really shouldn't have let go of their core cast because that's why people really liked Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I don't mind people getting older. Like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, I feel like it's special in the sense that they're very much the goofy, chill family like franchise. Right. Like I can watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta with my mama. But this whole young baby take wop dad thing. It just it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Like, like <laughs> I need my Carly Red. I need my Mimi Faust. I need my Rashida. I would like some Erica Dixon. Who else? Even bring Stevie J's crazy ass. Who else? I like Spice. I like Scrappy. <laughs> I like Jock. Jock's funny jock is actually just hilarious i'm like oh my gosh he's goofy little scrappy's actually really funny too kirk is kirk um (laughs) kirk and rashida literally just need to come out and say that they're swingers that's all that is and i'm like we we can all put this to rest because do you think that's what it is yes i just think they swing but they do it horrendously bad so people find out and i'm like because Rashida, didn't Rashida admit one season, I, I've cheated too. And I'm like, just say y'all swing. It's not cheating if both of y'all are doing it. Now that you put it that way, given the way Atlanta is, I feel like a lot of people are freaky deaky in that age group, in that like circle. Like, exactly. But that that's, makes sense. That's probably who Candy be having the threesomes with and sign the NDA, but she's the smart one to get an NDA. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. 
That makes a lot of sense. Kirk and his three earrings. That that's fitting. So okay, but um, I missed season nine of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. That was they were actually giving last season right before they shut the entire thing down. Everybody was fighting. Who was in that fight? Um, 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 light skinned Keisha Spice fought. Um, Mimi was standing there eating food. Um, who else was fighting? Um, of course, you know, Carly Red get up and be like, it's Spice fighting, I'm fighting. Tokyo was fighting. Everybody ran down the street and dragged Akbar out the car. That is loving a hip hop Atlanta they should have kept, but then they fired everyone. Keisha didn't come back, did she? She didn't. Mm. And, and I don't hear I don't think it's working out on Real Housewives of Atlanta either. Mm. Hmm. We shall see where the peaches fall. Oh my goodness. Why am I oh my Kenya Moore files for divorce from Mark Daly after four years a day ago. Ha, is this not the seventh time they filed for divorce on each other? Not gonna lie, I heard it on the radio and I was like, I thought they were separated. I, I... could have sworn they had already done that. What are you talking about? Clearly, Brooklyn said she wants to go home and Kenya got mad because. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, maybe it's for next season, but I'm getting tired. No, Andy, be quiet. Um, but I am getting tired of the Kenya Moore. It's been four years already of this BS. <laughs> Have I really been watching this for four years on my television screen? It doesn't feel like that long. I'm tired. Yeah. Brooklyn's not, Brooklyn's not that old. I'm tired. I really am tired of this. Anyway, they need to add Nivea to the cast. Have Candy and Nivea link up. That would be good for good television. That would be good television. Um, bump Sheree up. Give Marlo a peach. Um, keep Drew around as a friend. I can deal with that. Yeah. I don't mind Drew. I didn't mind Latoya either. They were the only two carrying the season along. Eh, I could do without Latoya. Mm. Yeah, well, she got the YouTube, so. Oh, wow, we've been on for a very long time. This is like a regular episode of Routine Maintenance. We're, we might have to call out next week. <laughs> you know, jam-packed, as the kids say. Jam-packed, jam-packed. But, oh, my gosh, this has been reality with White and Amber. I'm White has spoken on all social media. You can follow us at RM the Podcast on all social media as well. If you want to join the conversation, use hashtag RMThePodcast. Who did I have the pleasure of podcasting with tonight? Um, that is myself, Amber, also known as The Pimpin'. Um, you can send me money there, or we can talk more about um, Blueprint and the Encore and all of that, because now I'm confused. I'm, I'm still on that. I want to know who this other Blueprint is and where is the if they're going to get the cease and desist, because if I... If I go to, um, if I get online tomorrow and I try to listen to the EP and it says it is not available in my region or country, I'm going to holler. <laughs> the girls have 24 hours. Holler. Oh my goodness. But I had fun. As always, I will see you here next week. Same time, same place. Same time, same place. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.